Allahu anime. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I have our wizard of wait what, Chinoda. Hello there. Oh my. And our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro. I'm sipping on Tim Horton's signature chocolate chip ice cap, only four ninety nine at your local store. No, I don't know how much it is, but yeah. That's, that's in loonies, though, not... Not real money. So it's cheaper if you're American. <laughs> exactly. Just bring your real money to Canada. You won't have a problem. Show, uh, is, uh, is this episode sponsored? <laughs> I wish. I can tell you who it's not sponsored by. It's not sponsored by Crunchyroll. Because <laughs> that's exactly what we're here to talk about tonight. So if you're actually a Crunchyroll purist and an apologist, you might want to look away. <laughs> that's so, me. I should just leave now. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk, I have some issues that I want to talk about, <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, one of those issues I have, I have many issues, but an issue that I currently have is with Crunchyroll. <laughs> it's oh, not funny. That's an some understatement. You do have many issues. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it's safe to say that uh, some of us over uh, the past uh, couple years or so have had some issues with Crunchyroll, and uh, we want to air our dirty laundry. So before I we get into that, I just want to say, like, if if you're not really up on the history of Crunchyroll, I just kind of want to go over it really quick. So Crunchyroll actually got started back in 2006 by a group of students at uh, UC Berkeley. Um, since then, it's grown into an absolute, like, juggernaut they have i think it just passed uh last february i believe it was one million paid members um so i mean by the way a Hmm? little tidbit they were pirates originally that's very true the first couple years that crunchyroll was around they basically just put up fan subs on their site and had people pay to watch them that's something i'm pretty sure that they would like to everyone to forget um but they were pretty much a a separate company, like independently run company, up until about 2013, or the end of 2013, beginning of 2014. That's when they were jointly purchased by um, uh, a uh, a holding company named Sharon Group or Shernan Group, and uh, then partially bought out by AT and T. Um, so nowadays, Crunchyroll has a parent company named Elation, and we'll get into this in a little bit. That basically, Elation is Crunchyroll, and Crunchyroll is Elation. So I don't really know why they make that distinction, but they do. Um, but yeah, that's sort of like a, a brief history of of Crunchyroll. Um, I mean, everyone pretty much knows now that they have a big partnership with Funimation as well, um, and then they have this new platform called Verve, which was uh, kind of rolled out by Elation about the same time that uh, they took over as a parent company for Crunchyroll. So anyway, that is a brief history of how we got to where we are. So let's talk about our issues with Crunchyroll. Uh, Very brief. Um, Yeah, let's talk about some of the issues we have. So probably the primary issue, well, two of the primary issues that I want to talk about, one of the two primary issues, is that over the last couple years, I've noticed personally, and I've heard other people say the same thing too, 
that Crunchyroll has a lot of server issues. And I mean, it's not just sporadic. It's pretty constant. And it happens a lot on Saturdays. It happens a lot on the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. Um, and I know, consistently, too, Yeah, consistently. Over and over and over again. Now, I, I can tell you that for... Now, I've been a really... I've been a long-time subscriber to Crunchyroll. In fact, I got my Crunchyroll... Original Crunchyroll subscription back in 2008. So, I've had... I've been a paid subscriber for almost 10 years. And it's only in the last couple years that I've noticed these issues. But... It really came to a head for me last spring, spring 2017, um, because Crunchyroll was basically inaccessible on Saturdays. You had uh, the second season of MHA, and you had the second season of Attack on Titan airing on the same day, on Saturday. And it just made it so that you couldn't access it at all on Saturday unless you got up either really, really early or stayed up really, really late. And even then, most of the time, if it's really late, you can't uh, access it because guess what was airing at nighttime? Super. Dragon Ball yeah. Super, specifically. Yeah. So, I mean, you were kind of fucked on both ends of the stick, basically. And, so, like, go ahead. When you couldn't when you couldn't access the website, what would happen? Like, did, did it just shut down the website or would the videos just not play? Well, it depends. It, it it really depended. Sometimes you would be able to access the videos, but the videos themselves wouldn't play. Sometimes you wouldn't be able to access the site at all. It would basically come up with a message saying, hey, we're kind of busy right now. Do you mind heading over to Verve? Uh, which which really pisses me off, and we're actually going to talk about that in a couple minutes. Um, I've never gotten that message. Would you rather, would you please head over to VRV? Well, I've gotten it several times, and it's incredibly annoying, and it actually pisses me off. Um, but like I said, we'll talk about it in a second. Um, there was another thing that would happen where, um, and I, to my knowledge, Crunchyroll still suffers from this issue that they've had since about 2010, where you will, you, you'll get to a, a series that you like, you'll get to a specific episode, the episode will start playing, and you might pause it for like 60 or 90 seconds, and then when you come back to it, it stops streaming. Mm-hmm. And then you have to re mm-hmm. you have to reload the you have to reload the page and restart from the beginning. What? Oh, when I reload the page, it starts from where it stopped. Well, it doesn't always. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's that's an issue that that's been around since 2010, and they still haven't fixed it. So, and a big part of the problem for for some people, I I have a really fast internet connection. I know not everyone else does, but even I have a, a 150 megabit per second internet uh, uh, connection, and I'm the only one using it where I live. So I should be able to access just about anything almost instantaneously. So the problem is not on my so. end, and I have a computer that can run anything. So the problem is definitely not on my end. Sure, could be your region <laughs> though. I mean, the United States. Yeah, because like I don't get a lot of your issues that you're describing where you can't access the site. That's probably because only five Canadians watch anime. That that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that maybe it's your region. Maybe you should move to a more um, niche region. Yeah. Or maybe they should fix their product. Yeah, maybe they should fix their product that I'm fucking paying for. That's the you're... that's the point. <laughs> like, what's the point of me paying you money if you're not going to put out a quality product? And it, and that's what this whole thing is about. It's like if you're if you're a free user, like I really don't have any. I can't take anything that you, any 
issues that you have seriously because you're not fucking paying for it. But for those of us that do pay for it, I don't have a I don't have a premium subscription. I have a premium plus subscription. So I pay was it eight ninety nine a month or is it nine ninety nine? Premium plus. It's the yeah, thing the that there's a, they have plus. a they have a tiered system now where you can get just the anime or the anime plus the manga. What? Wait, what? But manga used to be included. Really? Wait, I I'm pretty sure I have regular and I access manga though. Yeah, same. Oh, well, maybe they changed that. I know that with a with a Crunchyroll thought... Plus uh, subscription, you get like discounts on the store stuff that you buy. Oh, well, that's your own issue. Oh but... yeah, I think that might be that. <laughs> they might they might have changed the. Ma- I know that originally when the mm-hmm. manga thing came out, that they went with a Crunchyroll Plus subscription to access it. But they might have changed that in the interim. I don't know. I don't really use it that much. Mm-hmm. But from what I've heard, the manga app doesn't work anyway. <laughs> well, it doesn't work for me, and it pisses me off. I would be really pissed off if I was paying directly for the manga app because I want to read manga on mobile. I don't want to read it on desktop, but I justify it because I was paying for uh, the anime anyways, and the manga is just a bonus, so I'm like, fine, whatever. Don't work. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, and like if it's a feature that you never use, I mean, you probably just stop caring about it eventually. But I mean, if it affects other it. things, I use it to read like Attack on Titan and Ajin, and I think that's it. But <laughs> my my <laughs> the thing is that like I paid for the anime, and then they added manga, so I'm like I'm not like super critical about the manga because I'm technically not paying for it because they didn't add an extra amount to the subscription fee to give access to manga so i'm i'm technically not paying for it so i'm like not that critical but they should really fix their app yeah and when when you say specifically the app i'm assuming you're referring <laughs> to just the mobile side of it right the okay uh, shall we shall we oh, get uh, apple to... os app. okay shall we talk about the app for a moment because i have something to say about oh this yes shit. please because I, I had a feeling you had a few things to say about this because i think you primarily use crunchyroll through the mobile app don't you not through the mobile app through my xbox app actually i do use it on mobile don't get me wrong but mostly it's on my uh xbox app and boy oh boy is it shit <laughs> holy crap does it crash does it uh lag it it does everything that you wouldn't want an app to do and it's like what the hell am i even paying for if i have to deal with all this bs and it pisses me off it pisses me off so much (laughs) i mean does it does it still do that thing where it'll start playing and then just it'll automatically exit the app for you uh i used to have that issue on xbox one where i would i would start playing the um the video and then the, the app would just crash luckily i haven't run into uh that necessarily but i don't doubt that it's a uh, issue that's there and like i've never i've never tried the app on playstation 4 i don't have a playstation 4 so i can't try it out even if i wanted to um, um i have friends that have it on uh, playstation 4 and they've told me they have similar issues so yeah. it's it's not a new thing, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not surprising. And I think they're they have what they have an app on Roku, Boxy, Wii U, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Vita, Xbox Three Sixty, Xbox One. Basically, uh, whatever you can have an app on, really. Yeah, Apple TV and WiiWare, which yeah. whatever that is, and I it's also to... available on iOS and Android. 
I use the Apple TV app and it works good for the most part. Maybe like one in 200 times I use it, it just won't, it just won't open. The app won't work. But for the most part, it's pretty good. Hmm. Well, and going back to what I said before, and this is part of what, what kind of irritates me, is that like, even if, even if you're a fan of something like Dragon Ball Super or MHA or Attack on Titan, like not being able to access a site that you pay for is bullshit. Honestly, if I was like a hardcore fan and I needed to see the episode when it was airing and then the site crashed, I would literally just torrent it off horrible subs that rips off Crunchyroll. I'll be honest, <laughs> I do that. I but fucking yeah, have to do that. Even though I pay for Crunchyroll, I would like rip it off if the site, the site is not working. And I'm like... I- I need it now. <laughs> well, and, and th- there's a point to be made there in that, like, if you keep this up, all you're going to do is drive people to either a competitor who actually has the same stuff that you have, or you're going to drive people to outright pirate it, which helps no one. And here's another big problem, and uh, this is a pretty big thing I'm about to get into. The fact that they're trying to push so many onto Verv, which isn't available in a lot of the other countries. So what are the people in other countries going to do when they can't get into this, uh, into Crunchyroll, because it's failing? They're going to pirate it. The industry is going to suffer just because you won't fix this shit. Yeah. And actually, this, this leads us into something else. And actually, this is the whole reason that we decided to talk about this. So what was this, about a month ago? There was a post that appeared on Reddit from someone who was allegedly a former product manager and developer at Crunchyroll who basically put up a post say, should I just read it out loud? Isn't it pretty long? Uh, I mean, it's a couple paragraphs. Up to you. Um, go uh, ahead, go ahead. So basically, I'll kind of paraphrase it a little bit. So he basically says that when Crunchyroll was invested in by the Sherman Group and later became a parent company or a, a subsidiary of Elation, upper management made a conscious and wildly unpopular decision to invest all resources in the platform, which is what it was called at the time. It's now called Verve, and subsequently stopped development all development and improvements on Crunchyroll and services, perhaps with only the exception of some video processing technology, which I'm assuming is how they're actually uploading the videos onto their servers. Um, It sounds like that was an instantaneous decision, but it was more like a six to nine month period of all resources and developers slowly being moved off of Crunchyroll projects and reassigned to Verve. Uh, then finally the decree was handed down in a rather depressing all-hands meeting. No new feature developments on Crunchyroll. And he says, he makes a point to, to say that this this happened back in 2016 and it may have changed now. He's not he's no longer employed at Crunchyroll. Um, and then he also goes on to say that uh, a bunch of people uh, kind of spoke up and said, this doesn't seem right, this doesn't benefit the end user's experience. And he says that ultimately the majority of those individuals were quote-unquote laid off when it was decided to outsource all engineering efforts to Moldova. Now, Moldova is a fucking poor place, but really cheap labor. Um, well, anyway, so the point I, I do this to bring this up is that, um, like, obviously when the whole takeover and parent company of Elation thing happened, a lot of balls were dropped. And it seems like upper management doesn't even really know how to run a streaming company anymore. They want to be an entertainment company. So it seems like they're kind of cutting off of their nose despite their face. 
That's what it sounds like to me. And actually, what do you mean an uh, entertainment company? Like they they want to be more than just a streaming company for anime. Oh, so they're biting off more than they can chew. Yeah, and that's uh, that's kind of what I'm getting from a lot of this, and that they really they, they stopped caring about the people that they were serving and just wanted to be they wanted to compete with other entertainment companies. They wanted to be a brand instead of a service. Sure. Um, but and we Which can't is ver- understandable, honestly, it yeah. is. But if you're going to go about it in such a way, you're just going to crash. You're not going to succeed. Yeah. It's worth pointing out that we can't verify the identity of the person who posted this on Reddit. But what a lot of the stuff that he says in his post uh, does... Uh, kind of mirror a lot of uh, reviews for Crunchyroll and Elation that you see on a site called Glassdoor, which is an employment and employer reviewing company uh, or site that you can go to online. They also do, like, you put your resume on there and find jobs. But, um, and I think a good thing to do, we'll definitely link all of this uh, in the description below, so definitely check it out if you're, if you really want to look through this stuff. Um, but the fact that it mirrors so many people who definitely were either current or former employees kind of says a lot that there may be more to this than, you know, you think. But my whole thing with this, like, okay, I get it. Verve is, in theory, a really good idea. I mean, with, you, with Verve, you get access to things like Cartoon Hangover, Crunchyroll, Curiosity Stream, Funimation, Geek and Sundry, uh, The Nerdist, Rooster Teeth, and a couple other things. All at, all in one spot, and all for about $10 a month. It's very convenient, and it is a very nice site. I was just using it yesterday to watch uh, Red vs. Blue, and I was really loving it. It's yeah. a really decent site. I don't and it's mind got, it. And it's got... It's got a nice it's got a nice user interface. It's got you can kind of customize how it looks a little bit and you can you can kind of organize, you know, what you want to see where. It's it's really nice. And it's in theory it's a great idea. My problem is that like we mentioned before, it's pretty shitty of them to kind of shadow force everyone over to it so they can It almost seems like they want to shut down Crunchyroll entirely and just move Probably. everything over to Verve. And like as someone who's been around for a long time, I used to love I used to love Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll used to be the 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 big man on campus. It used to be at the top of the mountain. Now it's almost like it's at the bottom of the valley. And according to a lot of the stuff that I've read from former employees, the company just doesn't care anymore. Enough all things. That's the biggest shame. Yeah, I mean, I, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I still have a subscription, and I I plan to have a subscription for a long time because it's still. They still garner a lot, but as I was saying before, it seems like they're trying to do way too much. Like, I don't I don't give two fucking shits about their stupid awards show. And okay. I really like who gives a fuck about their stupid anime expo they're trying to do? It gives legitimacy to the company, which allows more Japanese companies to invest in them. I mean like, the profits alone should be enough proof. Though. Yeah, but but still, I mean, you used to have a Japanese company, TV Tokyo, a 20% owner of Crunchyroll, and now they're not. What does that tell okay. you? That the Japanese don't even really want, don't want to be invested in it? If you, I, don't, I don't think that. Didn't just Elation buy them out? Oh, they, yeah, they bought out their shares, but, I mean, TV Tokyo could have said no. Okay. Or they could have bought more shares. I mean, a lot of things could have... If, if TV Tokyo really had that much faith in what Crunchyroll could do, 
why wouldn't they have tried to keep their stake in the company? I don't know. Japanese uh, companies don't seem very aggressive uh, in overseas investments. That's true. Maybe that's just stereotyping. <laughs> well, they Is do it actually because it seems to be with some effect. Well, I mean, shows kind of right. I mean, we and we do actually have a, a episode upcoming of the podcast that will talk about that very thing. It's almost like you're trying to lead us into that. Sure, maybe. Um, I don't, it just it it. it it, it pisses me off because I I subscribe and I pay for Crunchyroll for a very specific thing. I pay for Crunchyroll so I can see anime an hour or so after it airs in Japan. I don't care what the fans, what the users of Crunchyroll think was the anime of the fucking year. I don't care what the fucking... I, I don't care. <laughs> I really fucking don't. Like, the, as someone who has... I don't really. The, the older I get, the less I care about award shows, and I, maybe that's a product of getting older. I don't know. Um, but like the first two years that they've done this award show, it's been an absolute shit show. Like, why would you keep doing it? Yeah, the results are shit, but I still think it's a good idea because it does bring members of the Japanese industry and also like the dub industry or whatever together. And it gives yeah. them the legitimacy to the company. Like, okay, I don't, care. I don't like the awards either, but I think it's good for the company. I mean, yeah, it, it's a good idea in theory, but I just don't think they're they're running it right. I don't think that they're. I don't I think, think. I don't think anything they can do can make the awards good. Like the results of the awards good. So, whatever. Props well, on them kind for of, trying, though. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a noble effort but i don't think it's an effort that's really worked i mean for, i i think that you delegitim delegitimize your award show when you have part of your awards being decided by a fan vote which makes it essentially a popularity contest and then another part being decided by a group of judges like what's oh because no and, and this is this is the kind of the case that i make the almost all of the awards for the 2017 anime awards show were done by a fan vote with the exception the singular exception of anime of the year which was done by a panel of judges now why the fuck wouldn't you do it the, all of them the same way that that completely that completely that completely delegitimizes your award show yeah but why does it delegitimize because it makes certain awards dependent on certain things, and then other awards dependent on other things. It basically means that there's a huge disparity between what an award is worth, based on what the award is. I mean, don't... so basically, basically, Cruncher was saying the only award that actually matters is Anime of the Year because it's the only one we were actually serious about. I guess I would personally think that there would be more legitimacy in the fan awards i don't know have you seen do you awards. see some of the shit they voted for yeah it's shit results but it reflects more people like why would i care about the judges opinions i care more about the fans opinions uh just i just i don't care two years and i have no intention of watching next year okay. honestly Wait, what would fair. you rather see I would rather see Crunchyroll take all of that money that they spend on the fucking awards show and the fucking Crunchyroll Expo. I'd rather see them invest that in fucking better servers and a better service for their streaming side. That's what I want. So you'd rather them not do the award show? I'd rather them not do the award show. I'd rather them not do the convention. I think that's like a straw man argument where it's like you don't want... you What you want is the them to improve their servers. 
So then you're like, oh, don't do the awards, do the servers. Which I don't think it really, really makes too much sense. It might mo- not make sure. sense, but isn't it fair? I mean, I don't for... think necessarily if they stop doing the awards that they will have enough resources to do the servers. And I also don't think it's the. I don't think that the resources put into the awards will be enough to fix the servers. Like the reviews on Elation, or yeah, the reviews on Glassdoor about Elation have said, I think the main issue is the management and them just like allocating resources in general. Uh, like, true. It's def- it definitely seems like it's a management problem, but at the end of the day, management most likely came up with the anime awards and most likely came up with the Crunchyroll Expo. I, I, I still don't say that like if you stop the Expo and you stop the awards, then that will necessarily be like a good thing for the surfers. Oh, I'm not necessarily saying it's going to be a cure-all or a fi- you know, it's going to fix everything, but Obviously, if they didn't do both of those things, they would have more money on hand. Exactly, I mean, and it's a matter of priorities. Of the website. Well, true. I think I think you are right. I think the biggest problem is management. I think that it's it's what management is telling their engineers to focus on. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, I think that's why you have the technical issues. That's why you have or just this... like decide to go all in on VRV, shut down Crunchyroll, and like make VRV like a good engineered site and like that would be a, if instead of spreading out your engineers between two different websites yeah it, would exactly. that be a solution yeah yeah it, it would be it would be a solution but don't don't focus on verve at with the facade of keeping crunchyroll open as some kind of like legacy or nostalgia either either just say okay all of you people that have crunchyroll accounts and you're paid subscribers guess what you're now paid subscribers of verve congratulations we're not using crunchyroll anymore we're going to move everything over there you know maybe they're like testing the waters and that's what they're eventually going to do and that may be so but tell us i don't know i don't know like from a business perspective if Maybe telling you would be... I don't know if that's really the smartest thing to do from a business perspective, but well, from a consumer perspective, I can see how you're feeling conned. Yeah. Well, like, yeah it's a matter of communication. Like, you can't just not communicate. And I'll be honest, I honestly don't feel that Crunchyroll is really good with uh, consumer communication. Like, no, it, I do has, feel I don't think it's great do with HR, no. But at the same time, I, I can understand you don't exactly want to talk about everything. If you if you're if they if we all figure out, hey, Crunchyroll's being abandoned, everything's moving on to Verve. Like, what's that gonna do to um, Crunchyroll numbers? Like, don't they want to keep it going? Do they want it abandoned? Like, what's going on? There's only gonna be confusion and panic and anger set in where everyone's just feeling shit, and that does not feel lead to anything good well here's 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 the thing that they should do and if i were like an hr manager or i was involved in some kind of you know community outreach or whatever the fuck they want to call it what i would do is i would send out a survey to all the paid subscribers of crunchyroll and i would i would have just a few questions on there i would say hey you're a paid subscriber have you used verve yeah did you like it yeah tell us what you liked about it tell us what you didn't like about it that's that's what I would do, and I would say that 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 is a better gauge of what the actual community thinks than forcing some people over there occasionally. Exactly, make it more 
give us a reason to go there, like an actual reason. Yeah, besides the fact that your servers can't handle a five more than five people at a time watching something. Exactly. I don't know. I know that there's a lot of people out there that never have to deal with it, but for those of us that have had to deal with it, it's very, very, very frustrating. So, but the good news is that you have options. <laughs> Besides, <laughs> you laugh, you laugh because they're not really options. <laughs> yeah, they are. I, I actually mean, think hey, that Netflix. So. I think that hey, listen, whatever, whatever you want to say about Netflix's like release schedule. I've never had Netflix tell me, hey, our servers are a little busy. You mind going to Hulu for a little while? Yeah, never had to deal with that. I've and never I had don't a single ever recall issue. running into that on Hulu, on uh, Funimation. I've never yeah. really had issues like that on other uh, apps or websites. Do you, know, do you know in the entire time I've had a Netflix account, there's only been three specific times that I haven't been able to a- access Netflix. One of those was, be- was for server maintenance at 3 o'clock in the morning, which I understand. I mean, occasionally you're going to have server maintenance. That's the nature of a tech company, especially a streaming service. And the other two reasons I couldn't access the site was because the power was out because a hurricane hit Florida. I'm pretty. I, that, I don't know about everyone else, but that's a pretty good amount of uptime. That's a fantastic amount of uptime. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, and, and again, I say what you want about having the 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 bulk uploads where you actually have to binge. I Netflix is actually doing a better job in a technical sense than Crunchyroll is right now. Actually, I have like more technical problems with Netflix than I do Crunchyroll. Well, you're Canadian. Who cares? Okay. (laughs) Uh, My main issue is that I think their maximum quality is not as good as Crunchyroll, first of all. And second of all, they don't force the video to maximum quality. Crunchyroll, when you select 1080p, it forces the video to 1080p. For Netflix, if if you select 1080p, it doesn't force it. It, like... It waits, like, a couple minutes. It's like, eventually we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. And I'm like, no, just fucking force it to 1080p. (laughs) But it won't do it, which pisses me off. Because I'm like, I don't want to watch the first five minutes of this show in, like, 480p. Just fucking force the the pixels up. But it won't do that. And that really pisses me off. That makes me, like, not even want to watch Netflix at all. But some shows are only on Netflix, so I guess I have to. Like, I would rather Crunchyroll with all their shit... As long as they force up the quality, because I cannot deal with low quality on Netflix. Well, let me let me ask you this: Do you do you think that Crunchyroll, as it stands now, do you think they'll ever have 4K anime? I don't think anime is even made in 4K. You not yet. Okay, uh. but like, okay, it's not about the pixels. It's like the images on Crunchyroll are crisp. The images on Netflix are like blurry, for me. Are so, you accessing it the same way you access Crunchyroll with Apple TV? Apple TV is worse for me, but I've tried it on both. Actually, so mm, well, I mean, Apple, the, the question Apple I have TV is: Have you has, used your computer to access it? Yes, I have. Okay. Well, maybe it's because you have a Canadian internet access. I don't know. No, it's the so website. It's either the website or the today, Alex. Because. Because he's a xenophobe. Because all I have to do is uh, just say, eh, whatever, and he'll say, sorry. Fuck you. Damn. Going uh, going on that stereotype. Canadians apologize 45,000 times a day. You didn't know this? I mean... Sure. Uh, 
<laughs> Moving on from the soft racism. <laughs> soft. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you have Netflix, you have Amazon. They don't have Anime Strike anymore, but they still are licensing anime. You do have that option. Um, I mean, you have Funimation, which is basically the same thing as Crunchyroll anymore. Okay, but um, are these are these really options? I mean, yeah, I mean, they do they do have stuff available. And then you have, have the like... newcomer, which is High Dive, which is basically where Sentai is putting all of their stuff. They have, like, a fraction of the library of Crunchyroll. Well, that's because Crunchyroll's been around since 2006. I'm just saying that they're, like... Ooh. I'm saying that they're not that great competition. Not well, yet, I mean, but I term, imagine in terms of if library we give them size, a little bit of time, yeah, they're going to In terms of library it. size, you're right, but in terms of, like, quality, technical quality, I'd say all three of those are very much higher than Crunchyroll. Well, the thing is, the higher the library, the more the shows you have, the more shows you have, the more people who are interested in that show will watch. So then high library means higher consumers. So if you, like, uh, proportionalize the library size to consumers, then their consumer base is not... Their anime-only consumer base is very small. Well, that's very true. But again, you could say that if Crunchyroll only licensed half of the shows that came out every season but they were the bottom half people still wouldn't watch it uh, if they were the, if they were the bottom half in terms of how what people thought about them how people would rate the shows if they were like sixes or less on mal no one would watch Crunchyroll, but they'd still have a bigger library uh, i don't know about not all necessarily that. because i find that even if it's a shit show people will watch it if it's on Crunchyroll. that's true I mean, people I think watch that's Attack like on more Titan, of a, and that's where it is. More of so. a double-down effect, because they've already established that they have a large library. So then, since the consumers already like have the subscription, they're like, oh, there's this other show you have that is like, shit, but you have it, so I'll watch it. But if it was a chronic thing, where they got all the shit shows like consistently, then yeah, no one would... No, people would stop subscribing to Crunchyroll. I don't know. I just, Crunchyroll has issues. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> Most definitely. And it's not like other websites don't have issues either. It's oh, just no. the fact that Crunchyroll is supposed to be the biggest bitch out there, and it's just being a biggest disappointment out there. Yeah, I mean, in terms of online streaming, it was really kind of the first, and for many, many years, it was the king of the hill. And it's kind of, for me personally, especially as someone who's been a longtime subscriber, it's kind of sad to watch it. Because it's almost like you're watching your pet dog die. Jeez. Okay. That, that's, <laughs> I don't know if it's that dark, but sure. I mean, seriously, for something that's been part of your life for that long, it is literally like watching your dog die. Sure. So emotional. <laughs> I mean, I, I can understand. Crunchyroll is... It has a special place in my heart as well. I'll agree to that. Yeah, I mean, like that, I don't think that's it, what we're trying to say. We do care about this, is the thing. Like, we really do. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah, and it, it's not just Crunchyroll. Like, I, I think that you should make every concerted effort, wherever you live, to watch anime legally. Because at the end of the day, it helps the in- industry. It helps the people that make the anime. It helps, hell, it helps the people that license the anime here in America and across the world. But... The problem is that the the companies that do this have to make it accessible, and that's the problem. I don't think that a lot of these companies, especially Crunchyroll, but also others, are making it to where it's just not as accessible as it used to be. 
which is sad because in an era where we have pro- it's probably easier than ever to become an anime fan certainly easier than the mid 90s when i became an anime fan it is that, the easiest era yeah it, it it's sad that you're watching this these these companies kind of like corral you into these decisions you don't want to make i don't know it's it, it it's very frustrating for me it's frustrating and it's a damn shame yeah but i think that there, it, like we mentioned i don't think there's any one specific fix that will fix everything i think there's a concerted effort that needs to be made with first and foremost with management um, I think the management probably needs to pay more attention to what the engineers want, and they need to also make a con- for Crunchyroll in particular. They need to make a concerted effort as to whether they're actually going to move over to Verve or they're going to maintain a separate, you know, site for all of that. I think they need well, they need to make that decision first because that's the thing that just bugs me to no end. Well, well, considering Verve is like an aggregate site. It would kind of make sense to keep them separate, but if you're going to keep them separate, make a separate team for them, because apparently there's not a separate team for them according to the Glassdoor reviews. Yeah. So, you know, have a dedicated team for Crunchyroll and one for Verve. Don't, like... Don't separate your people, because we need all the people we can get. No, separate your people. (laughs) No, no, okay, no, sorry. I was trying to say the other thing. My bad. I knew what he meant. Don't reuse your people. (laughs) (laughs) No, and also, it's also worth pointing out that, you know, let your engineers be creative too, because I think that's how a lot of things come about in terms of, like, look at at Crunchyroll. Its it's user interface hasn't changed in, what, five or six years? A very long time. Probably longer. I mean, it looks pretty much the same as it did almost half a decade ago. Are you telling me it can't look better? Like it Honestly, works, but there's room for experimentation. You can always works, implement the beta this, site. I will say this: for all the shit that it got, Amazon's Anime Strike actually had some features that I think more streaming services should offer, like oh the ability God, to resize, amazing. reposition, and recolor your subtitles. And on Amazon, they still have that, and I actually use it a lot still because yes. it fucking works. I love it. I absolutely, I absolutely love that about Anime Strike, and I, I love it about Amazon's video player. I really wish that more streaming services would incorporate that and not have hard-coded subtitles in their videos. Like, give us the choice. It, it doesn't cost you much to give us the choice so that we can. I, I, I really, do it one I mean, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a user interface engineer, but I can't imagine that it would take that much of an engineering feat to add that that simple feature into Crunchyroll where you could resize the the subtitles, recolor them, and reposition them. You want those yellow subs back? You know, there are times. When, yes, I do. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, like, when if, you're, if you're watching like a it. scene that has a white background, the last thing you want are white subtitles. I have a black, like, border, though. It's, it's, it's it, there's a big difference, though. Like, if I can ch- change where they are, if I can change the size of them, nothing, it, it's so much better. And for, sure. for someone like me who has vision issues, it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just it's just... just dubs. <laughs> You watch dubs. <laughs> yeah. You should just exclusively watch dubs. I I can't do that. How will uh-huh. I watch Darling in the Franks? You won't miss out on anything. <laughs> uh huh. Fuck you, bitch. Jeez. Fuck you. Uh. 
That's all I got. I'm I'm about to fucking burst a blood vessel. But that's all I got. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Crunchyroll hasn't changed in in the longest time. Um, I think it's always had these problems, like these. It, well, I guess not the server issues, but its player, the features on its video player haven't really changed. I think the only update it's gotten was like it got better mobile apps, right? Yeah, that was somewhat recent. Um, but like the uh, the desktop app, I mean the desktop player hasn't changed. Um, I would like it to get better because there's definitely room for improvement, but. I mean, for me personally, um, I'm satisfied with how it is now. Uh, it, it hasn't gotten so bad that I'm, like, angry and it's unusable for you, uh, like it is for you, Alex. Because, uh, you know, it still works for me because I'm in Canada. So, uh, I'm okay with Crunchyroll for now. Now being right. the important word. Yeah, for now. It does. It does disturb me that um, Elation took over the team for Crunchyroll, and they're not focusing on it anymore. Because I did definitely see Crunchyroll as uh, a quote-unquote uh, company for the people, for the fans, <laughs> a yeah. fan company who really cared about what the consumers thought. But apparently, they've changed, which is saddening. Um, so and it would worrisome. definitely be great. Yeah, it would definitely be great if they. Uh, went back to the that kind of orientation for their company um but for now it's fine i feel like it's if they keep going the way they are they will eventually you know become unusable because as the times progress their competition is gonna go get better and they're just gonna stay the same and it might become just unworkable so they definitely need to like step up their game yeah, and mark mark my words, Netflix will eventually do weekly releases. I guarantee it. And I don't know when, but it will eventually happen. Weren't they doing that uh, with Violet Evergarden? They did, overseas? but not in the United States. It might not be U.S., but they did do it, and it, it shows they're already doing stuff like this. I actually had to get a fucking Japanese Netflix subscription and use a VPN to watch Violet Evergarden weekly, but it was worth it. Yeah, Wait, fuck that. So you I'm actually not doing paid all that. For it? Yeah, I paid I paid for a Japanese Netflix subscription. You're such a weeb. <laughs> I only paid for the one month or uh, three months and then I canceled it. <laughs> such a weeb. Um I will say though that uh, the the Japanese Netflix is pretty good. The thing that boggled my mind was not it wasn't even available week to week in the US, but I could watch the English dub of Violet Evergarden on the Japanese Netflix site. Nice. I mean that sounds pretty awesome from what I'm hearing. Yeah. By the way, the 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 English dub of Violet Evergarden is really good if you get a chance to watch it. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of being like exclusive to Japan, I think the industry on the on Japan side is still stuck in like DVD and Blu-ray sales and not really focusing on streaming. And I feel like as the industry shifts towards streaming, which I feel like it eventually will, I mean, it has to, honestly, if it wants to, like, keep up with the consumer base. If it then, wants to compete, for sure. If it wants to make money, <laughs> then, then, like, I feel um, as the industry shifts, then the streaming sites will have to actually be forced to get better, or they'll get more funds, 
and be able to expand their companies themselves. So yeah, maybe it'll happen over time. I think it has to, otherwise the companies themselves will go under. Because people will I stop watching. No. I think, I think com- well, as long as piracy is available. They may <laughs> piracy will always be available. Yeah. I no mean, matter what, people will find a way. I don't think so. I I definitely think that eventually, maybe not in the next five years, but eventually uh, piracy may become much, much more difficult. Eh, maybe. We'll have to see. Well, there's always new anti-piracy measures coming out, but uh, for now, you always have the option. <laughs> Not saying you should do that, but it does exist. Just mm-hmm. in case. Anyway, so I think that's that's about all we got to say about that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't have much else, no. All right, well, thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed listening to this like tag team bitching session because we always enjoy we always enjoy bringing this kind of shit to you uh if you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast you can find us on soundcloud itunes and or youtube if you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun you can join our new discord server become a member of our facebook group follow our twitch channel and visit our website and as always if you have any questions comments criticisms or concerns on this or any episode feel free to shoot us an email. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As well, uh, I will also include links to uh, some of the articles and uh, stuff that we've mentioned in this episode. Um, Other than that, uh, as always, I've been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Night. Bye-bye. Have fun. (laughs) 